0: Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name, for I no longer wish to be a Capulet. I, oh fuck, I don't know the rest of this, but we're not really doing Romeo and Juliet today. Instead, today's movies are West Side Story versus Bring It On, in it to win it. white in america life is all right in america if you're all white in america hello everyone welcome to another episode of movie deja vu a podcast that likes to answer the question didn't i see this somewhere from two movie aficionados my name is john and with me today is my secret lover i said secret lover shady, <laughs> oh,
1: john, shady how are you doing today i'm good how are you
0: Good, and we have a special guest. She is the cheer captain of the Flamingos. You know, the third-party team that no one really talks about, but bring it on, in it to win, it talks about it. It's Annie O'Grady, everyone. Hi!
2: Thank you for having me back.
0: Yes. Thank you for coming back. Yeah,
1: for, for those of you who don't know, Annie previously guested on our Mary Poppins uh, versus mary poppins returns episode
0: and that was so long ago that i just like gotta bring her back
2: <laughs> yeah well i have it's... nothing better to do <laughs> than to watch bring it on in it to win it and write notes. <laughs> <about it.
0: laughs> and west side story
2: and west side story
0: don't yes. forget the classics
2: yeah yes i
0: mean in it to win it is a classic in its own right
2: in uh, its own right
0: it's a classic piece of trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for those of you who don't know or couldn't tell from the similarity in our names, Annie is my little sister. And mm-hmm. but Annie, do you know why you were invited for this specific episode?
2: Yes, I believe for two reasons why I was invited back. Is One, I was a competitive cheerleader for 12 years from the age of 5 to 17. So I have a lot of... Real life experience oh. with cheerleading. Yeah. Um, did it like all throughout middle school. I was on high school varsity team all four years. What what? I was cheer captain my senior year. I was not voted in. It was a cheerocracy and I was a cheer tater.
0: <laughs> and were you a cheer pain in the ass?
2: I was to some people. <laughs> and not to others.
0: So what is the second reason why you think you were brought on today?
2: uh so one year of one like summer courtney and i every day would watch west side story i don't know why we just loved it we watched do you remember (laughs) that courtney i do remember that
0: it came out in 1961 um i know like there's the the remake coming out later this year but clearly we don't have access to it
1: yet um steven spielberg if you're listening let us have access to
3: it <laughs> steven
0: spielberg come on the pod we just did an episode all about you yeah uh it was the screenplay was by ernst lehman musical book by author lawrence directed by jerome robbins and robert wise on rotten tomatoes it's got a 91 percent fresh rating and on metacritic it's it has an 86 out of 100
3: uh, that
1: is out of 17 reviews, 14 of them positive, including several perfect hundreds. Um, and three of them were mixed. There are no negative reviews of this movie.
0: I mean, you, with 2021 eyes, you can definitely write negative reviews about this movie. Yeah.
1: You could.
0: Which we'll get into maybe later. Yeah. Uh, and according to IMDB, this is so funny. You guys, you ready?
2: Yeah, I'm ready. You ready?
0: Two youngsters from rival New York City gangs fall in love, but tensions between their respective friends build toward tragedy. Hmm. They, they chose some words that they were...
2: Cho- yeah. Youngsters.
1: Youngsters
0: and friends. I'm like...
1: Hmm. I don't... We, hmm. eh, you know what? I'm not in a New York gang in the 1950s, so what do I know? Yeah.
0: But are you on a cheerleading squad? Like, bring it on, in it to win it. (laughs) Which came out in 2007. So, big time jump between these movies. (laughs) Uh, It was written by Allison Fowse and Elena Song. I don't know these women. Sorry. Uh, Directed by Steve Rash and on rotten tomatoes there is no score and on metacritic there also isn't a score (laughs) not worth their
2: time not worth their time
1: (laughs) well so like on
0: rotten tomatoes it was like we have three reviews Mm. we need more yeah um but according to imdb at camp spirit thunder high school cheerleaders (laughs) compete The red team slash sharks cutie Carson and the blue team slash jets honk pen are in love. Does that make them arch enemies like the sharks and the jets?
1: I hate this, I hate it.
0: I had to read it that way because clearly some- Go ahead. Cutie Carson.
2: And honk pen.
0: And hunk pen. Ooh, ah. (laughs) Clearly some...
2: As Michael liked to call him, knockoff Taylor Lautner.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Wow, yeah. I did not put that together. Good
0: one, Michael. Was IMDb around in 2007?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been around since like the beginning of the internet.
0: So clearly... That's written by a high schooler, right? Or a, a big fan of this movie. Am I wrong? Uh, it's probably
2: much? written by either the writers of the script or the director of the movie.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's written by somebody who has a vested interest in this movie succeeding. Because One of they, the producers. Right.
2: It has very strong,
1: I don't know how high schoolers talk, but I think this is how they talk vibe. Cutie
0: Carson. Oh, <laughs>
2: And heartthrob pen, yummy,
0: yum, tiger beat. Mm, he I calls her
2: skin. Gonna,
1: I was just gonna mm. say it's like big tiger beat energy right yeah. there.
0: Cosmo girl, ooh. <laughs> um.
1: So before we get into it, John, can you? Would you like to say that you were the one who pitched this episode?
0: I am the one that created this episode. I take full responsibility for the shits. Well, not really, because I didn't write it, but like for us talking about the shets, which very, are the shit.
2: How very dare you!
0: <laughs> it
3: was an
2: insult to me. Yeah, I just, a second yeah. person who loves cheerleading and West Side Story. Bye. <laughs> And Bye. Universal Studios Florida. I was very offended. <laughs> yeah.
0: and, I, I New just, yeah. and New York City. And New York
2: City. I
1: just wanted that out there because th- this episode kind of feels like, like a podcast version of shitposting. Mm.
0: I mean, I didn't say it was good.
1: Right, no, but I, I want, because we will eventually have an episode that I pitched that also feels very much like a shitpost, and I will take full responsibility for that one.
0: Well, so, like, I, I was the one that did Ladybird and Boyhood because I thought it worked in my brain. This one, I, at least I have an argument that right. no, stuff no. was stolen.
1: But after we did that episode, I was like, okay, I see where John got it from, though. This one, I'm like, I mean, it's pretty obvious where it came from, but I don't know <laughs> Dude, what we're going to talk about for a half hour.
0: We're going to figure shit out. I have notes. We have notes. Yeah. You, okay, first of all. Before we also get into it, did any of you have to rewatch West Side Story for this? I didn't like, have did you... to,
1: but I did. Yeah, I, I just, the last time I watched it before
2: this was only like a month ago.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I, I, re- I mean,
2: I've, I've seen it so much mm-hmm. that I was like doing chores around my house, quoting the movie as it was playing. And I hadn't ah. seen the movie in, in a few years. Sometimes when I get really depressed... I'll drink an entire bottle of red wine and watch my side story.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) My really
2: darkest times. But because it's like, it's just my, that movie. It's it's comfort. But the movie, seriously, I've seen it 30, 40 times. And I cry every single time in the movie. Every time.
0: Can I just tell you, I cry at the trailer.
1: For the The trailer for the new
0: movie. Yeah. Because, you know, when they start singing somewhere
2: oh that song just the music
0: shady and i have talked about the remake multiple times and <laughs> yeah. uh we're both agreeing that if this is sondheim uh, not sondheim th- wrong stephen this is spielberg's <laughs> first musical mm-hmm. if you really like look at his history He may have had like a musical moment in a movie in the past.
1: Even that, I can't Can't think of of
0: one. That's what I'm saying. Anything
3: big. Yeah.
0: But like, this is his first musical. And if if, out of the entire American, like, or like entire theater theater book of musicals, if there ever was one, it would be this. Yeah. I mean, he may may have done Les Mis, but, like, that's done already.
1: No, see, I don't see Les Mis. I, I do think that there is, and we can get into this, or we cannot, because I am neither Jewish nor of any sort of immigrant background, but I do think there is a reason why there were so many Jewish creators involved in this story in the first place, given when it was made and the way that a lot of Jewish Americans were othered in a very similar way that immigrant Americans were othered. Mm hmm. Um, and to, and that's not to say that they aren't anymore. There's definitely still an anti-Semitism problem in this. Country. Right. Yeah. But it was during the Cold War in the 1950s and 60s. It was at like a fever pitch. Um, and so there is even though Leonard Bernstein, S- Stephen Sondheim, you know, all these men weren't Puerto Rican immigrants. There was still something kind of personal in that story to them that they related right. to. Um, and Steven Spielberg is also a Jewish man and his I I don't know that he follows the religion very closely or anything but that identity is a very big part of a lot of his movies yeah so it feels right that this is a story he would gravitate towards
0: well I had it for special features so I've got some stuff to talk about oh
1: okay oh i hope i I I didn't step on your toes that was like me just like you you like
0: stepped around something oh okay i swear i like
1: don't i didn't look up research on this movie at all
0: that you may you may know about it i mean it's kind of common knowledge but like but like let's talk about these movies for a second shall Mm -hmm. we
2: let's do it i have some of my own comments and i also asked my husband Michael for some comments, so I have two oh. s- points of view to talk right. about.
0: Well, I mean to um, to like just like get the elephant out uh, in the like out of the room or whatever the phrase is. Like <laughs> clearly, these movies are based off of Romeo and Juliet. Like, right.
3: Yeah.
0: Or what did I call it? Um, the star-crossed lovers from opposite tribes trope. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Very common movie trope.
0: Yeah, because like whether. Uh, there are other ones that other movies that do do that, but it's not like very specific to Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I mean, both movies had a fucking balcony scene and that's what yeah. makes it Romeo and Juliet. Right. Yeah. And, but like, I love how they do it in New, in, um, New York. I, I, saw I know, in on Story, the fire because, escape. Because they use the yeah. fire escape as yeah. the balcony Whereas, um, it's,
1: it's bringing the setting to life. It's really, right. It's, it's these characters it, it, have and, to be in New York. They can't right. be anywhere else.
2: Yeah, I feel like with West Side Story, like New York City is another character in the movie. And, and that's would you how-
0: say cheerleading is another character in Bring It On?
2: Yes, that and the Dueling Dragons <laughs> roller coaster, <laughs> 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 which R I P. No longer exists. Very sad.
0: So, kind of speaking about the dueling dragons, let's talk about <laughs> colors. Oh, okay. Days, yeah. Where um, red is sharks and blue is jets. I mean, that's obvious and in it to win it. Right. Mm-hmm. But like in West Side Story, they also have purples for sharks yeah. and yellows for jets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting that in both movies, they also use green for like a background. Uh, oh the background yeah. costumes
3: right So the yeah. go first mm-hmm. dogs
1: the South Prairie Dakota Prairie dogs, Prairie dogs. Them.
0: They're in green. and if you go to dance at the gym, everyone's in green. That's mm. not important. Yeah,
2: like the yeah. Like authority figures.
1: I mean, it's
0: like a grayish green but it's still a green. Right.
1: right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's a really I mean, good you're, point you're right. but like I didn't even connect the like the two movies together that way. Like.
0: I also just love that in in it (laughs) they they wear the Camp Thunder gear, if you will, or like the the, um, the sports bra halter tops, whatever you want to call it, and it's in their respective team's colors. I'm just like, guys, what are you? Thank you. But what are you doing?
3: I know. (laughs)
1: i'm so confused as to how camp spirit thunder works yeah like, so they have one team that represents the whole east coast
3: mm-hmm. one team
1: that represents the whole west coast and then one team that represents just south dakota which i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure there are more people just in brooklyn than there are in South Dakota. But
0: it feels like there's also other cheer squads there that they don't mention because their background, who cares about that. Right, Right. it's It's just
1: weird to me that they're like the two coastal teams, not like a California team and a New York team.
0: Which I think they were trying to infer, but like...
2: Yeah, I mean, well, Carson says she's from California. Um, And Aisha says, you know a cheer crip can't be hitting a cheer blood. A very offensive quote, but a quote from the movie nonetheless, insinuating L.A. versus New York.
0: I'm so He's, happy you wrote that down.
2: Oh yeah, I wrote down a, some of her other phrases that really, really bothered me, um, like when she threatened to slice the rival team like government cheese. That <laughs> was very offensive very racist and she also said she wanted to bust a cap in the curse
0: yep oh she sure did yeah. um i tried to like liken the characters to romeo and juliet in both movies
1: i also did that but i was not very successful outside of the romeo the juliet the tybalt uh um, and the mercutio
0: children. would Which one was be mercutio I wrote Riff for...
1: Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, okay, yeah. I'm thinking bring it on in it to win it. In it to win it, I
0: wrote wrote, wrote Sarah and Ruben, but maybe it's Aisha?
2: I'd say maybe more Aisha. I thought Aisha
1: was the nurse. I don't think there was a nurse.
0: I don't don't think there was a nurse. I I mean, I wrote (laughs) the nurse as Anita in... Yes, that's very clear.
2: It's very clear. And the doc is... The father or the monk or whatever.
0: Yeah. 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 But like, I also even wrote down Rosalind. Uh, I found a Rosalind, everyone. Ooh. I
2: wrote,
0: I wrote down Brooke as Rosalind.
1: I but went like, in a different direction than you. And I thought of Penn as Juliet and Brooke as Tibble. Um, mm.
0: Well, yeah, I wrote Brooke I, as, oh, wait i did it wrong then <laughs> i okay so I think both could work i think yours can work and i
2: think courtney's theory well can work.
0: so i mean if i got confused for a second i guess so if romeo is Penn, then that means brooke and chelsea are mercutio and I then if carson be... is juliet sarah and ruben are tybalt or aisha
1: Okay, I basically fit all of this around my theory that Brooke was Tybalt because Brooke is the most aggressive.
3: Mm-hmm. And Tybalt's the most
1: aggressive. And then I was like, all right, so I'm re—I'm not focusing on the Romeo and Juliet. Also, because um, in a movie like this, that's not very good. I, I do still like a campy bitch character. And I thought Cassie Servo was pretty great in this movie. And regardless of all what... All the makeup. All the makeup. And her her hair, the way...
2: It's like I so could like, not what? cheer with hair like that.
1: No, and it looks so fried and so bad. And she's so like, she's overprocessed. So
0: yeah, ba- I'm so happy that she went into Sharknado and was just like, <laughs> "Let's just do natural.
3: Yeah, like
0: just straighten my hair. We're yeah. gonna. It's gonna be brown. I don't want blonde. It's gonna be brown."
1: By the way, welcome back to the podcast you servo because she was in one of the truth or dare movies we talked about. She was. I think she is our only repeat
2: actor this week, though.
0: Yeah, because I think she's the only one that had a career after that movie. <laughs> well, um, Ashley, well, Benson, Ashley Benson,
2: a little bit because she was right. in Pretty Little Liars.
1: But her career is based off of Pretty Little Liars, it's not based off of this movie.
2: No, right. not at all. And then Marnie Nixon is a one of the singers in West Side
1: Story. She, and
0: she was right. and in, in Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: So I I, I take that back. Welcome back, Marnie Nixon.
0: Uh, we may need to use the Ouija board in order to reach her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm putting it out into the spirit world.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Marnie Nixon, for your voice.
1: So let's address another very obvious uh, similarity between these movies that we've Basically, mention it. We just haven't outright said it. And that is that the two rival factions are called the Sharks and the Jets.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't even write that down, to be totally yeah, honest. Yeah, that was, I That's I, I like did, so much of a given.
1: <laughs> I did manage to get to 10 similarities that I wrote down. And the very first one is Sharks versus Jets, Romeo and Juliet updated.
0: I got eight.
2: That's, I, okay. I think I wrote a lot.
1: I struggled for 10.
0: I wrote I well so one of them I wrote was that character speaks Spanish. I have ah. sixteen.
2: I have sixteen similarities. You have
0: sixteen? I mm-hmm. okay, start checking them off from what we talked about already. <laughs> okay.
2: So one of them was the, you know, East West Coast Sharks, East Coast Jets. Uh-huh. Um, my very first one that I wrote down is just like West Side Story, not enough Puerto Ricans. No- <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's an all-white, <laughs> both are all, like, basically all-white casts. Yeah. yeah, and
2: I'm sorry, but if you're representing the East Coast and the West Coast, they shouldn't be that white. No. So, another similarity that I had was, um, what did I say? Both movies are racist and lacking diversity, was another similarity yeah. that I have. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: was, and at side least side the racism story-
2: is addressed in West Side
1: Story. right. Uh, it, it, it's it's the story itself is about the racism and mm-hmm. also obviously racist casting process where we right. have white as me, Natalie Wood, playing Maria. Yeah.
0: And all Greek people playing yeah. the sharks. Yeah. Like, right.
1: like Rita Marino is really the only accurately cast uh, person from the shark side of that movie. I, I right. was
0: going to save this for a special features, but I'm going to say it now. Okay. They had to paint her this with the same brown face makeup that they painted everyone else. And she's like, but, just so she can fit, quote fit in oh with with them. Yeah. Just
2: like Aisha ah, had dude. to act. I mean, that whole storyline where she came out as, quote unquote, being an Oreo, Really upset me, yeah, because yeah. they
1: really thought they were doing something with that, and they were doing the opposite of what they thought. Like, I right. feel like
0: even in 2000, I was just like, Oh, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: this doesn't like really pass
2: the sniff test, does it? I, I first remember hearing the term Oreo when I was like 10 at lunch and thinking, Oh, that's an offensive thing to say, I'll never say that at 10 years old, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: Oreo was acknowledged as an insult when I was in elementary school and uh, maybe I didn't understand fully the racist implications behind it, but I understood it as an insult.
2: Right.
3: Right. And and, and it's not addressing the bigger
2: issue that like race is a social construct and that just because your skin is a certain color, whether it be too light, like for Rita Moreno, or like, or too dark or whatever. It doesn't have anything to do with your personality. Right. At all. And and they were saying the complete opposite, that in order for her to be respected and to fit in, she had to act more black and say things like, I'm gonna slice you like government cheese and I'm gonna bust a cap in the curse. And it's just like she had to be "Ah."
1: the the sassy black woman or else she couldn't be respected.
0: Did Carson know that though? I or
1: don't know, wasn't... but then it, it seems like went she a her did. weird
2: black scent.
1: And I, yeah,
2: I was like, she's been drinking 40s since she was a baby. And I was just like, okay, this is, I'm very this... uncomfortable with <laughs> yeah. all of this. And she's like, pr- tr- like trying to protect her black friend by being incredibly racist towards her black friend. And... and-
1: it, it's it, The, like, one saving grace is that Ashley Benson is so bad at it that you can't help but laugh.
0: Yeah. And, like, her and the not-gay-gay gay guy are the only two people of color in <sighs> both squads that have yeah. lines.
1: Well, it's just a lack of authenticity. Mm-hmm. Especially if you look at actual elite cheer squads, they're very they're diverse. They're very
2: diverse. That's my experience, too. My high school team was very diverse. So, so see, so that did stick out to me how white the teams were Mm -hmm. because that's not my experience.
1: Right. At least in the original, bring it on. Racism is a major part of the story. Right. And
0: in three, I want to say in the third one,
1: the one with Solange,
0: the one that's the one with Solange and (laughs) Hated Pantier.
1: Okay. Um, (laughs) I also
0: wrote down as a (laughs) similarity to bring it back. No parents are involved in either movie and (laughs) that, yeah. That's, I, that's a really good point I didn't think about that
1: yeah no no there are there are authority figures who are there adults. are a,
0: adult yes adult parental like figures in both but right. like but they no are blood not
1: relations
0: correct so um and then I also wrote down like I mean it's implied in West Side Story this but like the rivals start with petty pranks on each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even like, in
1: West Side Story, you know, the first time we see them, they're not whipping out switchblades; they're throwing garbage at each other and right.
0: Like,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it's not too serious,
0: right? It's, it's like, like
3: Ooh, why I gotta?
0: <laughs> and then with the with in it to win it, clearly, it's just all pranks and yeah, mm-hmm. and and just know, like sass. reading each
2: other, yeah.
0: And which- I'm out. I'm done with my I'm done with, I'm done with my similarities. Somebody right. else take over. Right. <laughs>
2: Let's see. I have the balcony scene which we yes. covered. Uh, families want different things for their kids. So for Penn you know his father is a military oh. father and he wanted his son to go to West Point and uh, be in the military. And then for in West Side Story it was Bernardo and her family wanted different things
0: for what, than what Maria wanted. Did he say that he's at like karate camp or something? To I think he daddy? called
1: it warrior camp. Yeah, warrior he did. Camp. He packed his nunchucks. I packed, nunchucks.
0: I packed my nunchucks.
1: Is that like where like G.I. Joe goes? And like that's like where he met Snake Eyes? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Another one that I put that I thought was pretty, that I think you, you both will agree with me, I thought it was pretty obvious. But there's a lot of like sexual tension between the cheer leader like captains and the gang leaders like i always felt like bernardo and riff had kind of this like Mm. sexual tension and i felt that a lot with brooke and carson (laughs) yeah i didn't write that down but you're right i thought that was just me you know putting homoeroticism (laughs) in everything yeah i mean you should should. should be looking at things yeah through a very gay lens (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: last episode Shady and I wrote gay erotic fanfic to Jaws yeah. <laughs> oh
3: God, I have to, I have to
0: <laughs> it's so good
2: um, another similarity I have which is pretty obvious but there was snapping and fancy hand movements in both movies fancy
1: mm. hand movements
0: <laughs> actually <laughs> yeah. I lied there's one that I forgot to mention which kind of plays off of that and it's that choreography is important. Yeah, I wrote
2: that too. Choreography and gymnastics. Because Russ Tamblin, who plays Riff, was a professional gymnast before he became an actor. Yeah. So, so whenever, you know, in this movie, and also Seven Brides for Seven Brothers.
0: Boy cannot dance, but he can definitely. But he can, but he he can,
2: can, he can he do gymnastics. Yeah. yeah, he can do a great back tuck. Yeah. I, I had the biggest crash on Russ Tamblyn when I was a little girl. I loved it was him. a little weird, but he's he's such a precious baby. He's a precious mm. baby. Um, another similarity I have is the rivals work together eventually. In one movie, it's to win a cheer camp competition, and the other it's to move oh. their friend's dead body.
1: You're
0: mm. right. Yeah, I wrote that as a difference though originally because yeah,
2: well it's a it's a bit of a stretch with West Side it's Story. It's a stretch. But, but I mean, it does. It does kind of feel like at the end, there, there, there's less hatred towards each other and less of a rivalry towards each other, and more of like.
0: Maybe I would rephrase it to say like the rivals have a truce. Yeah. Because in, in it to win it, they formulate the Shetts.
1: Yes, they couldn't Just come say. up with a better name. It had to be the Shetts.
0: The Sharts was a good contender. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, I love thought the thing. first name was
2: the best one.
1: The East West Spirit? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It is perfect. It was yeah, I was like, it oh, sounds that like sounds a goddamn good. train. You really think that it's it sounding like a commuter rail is worse than the Chets? Oh,
2: God. I just rolled my eyes. I was like.
1: But they uh, have but... the S's already, so. Well,
0: well, Spirit.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm hmm. But it also starts with S. I can spell.
0: To play off, though, your West Side Story reference, though, it seems like at the end, they create an unspoken truce.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, or just, happens. like,
2: an yeah. understanding, like, a compassion for each other, where right. it's like, oh, and I now see you as a human right, and not as an enemy.
1: So this kind where- of dovetails nicely into a similarity I had, which is that there is a a, a, a third faction that... Um, is at odds with both of our main factions and it's the flamingos and bring it on um, and in west side story i said
2: it was the police the police slash yeah. society
3: oh. yeah just like
0: this
2: the the criminal justice system at large right which because, they de- they delve into in the officer crumpy song
1: yeah and, and that is like that is something that has been used in the past you know in our nation as these groups of poor people, the the underclasses all sort of started working together and -hmm. realizing that despite their cultural and racial differences, they did still have this common enemy in the upper classes, which had a vested interest in keeping them down. Right. And that's a really big reason for why politicians, for example, wanted to keep people segregated Mm -hmm. um, and all these other sort of racist uh, policies that have plagued this nation. Yeah. They want family. us to
2: fight each other. Right. It's, it's so that we don't keep, the we can't unite
1: divided. They can't come together and realize that they have a common enemy. Right. Um, and at the end of this movie, they do sort of start to understand that. Well, I mean, I mean, the white people are still racist. I don't want to say that they're not racist. No. Yeah. But that is exploited by the cops. The cops are constantly trying to get them to rat out the jets or uh, the sharks. Right. Um, because and and sort of implying that the cops are on the side of the jets because they're mm-hmm. also white.
2: Yeah, like even the way that the detective talks to Bernardo, like you could just see the like disgust on his face.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like the jets because they're delinquents, but he hates the sharks because right. they're not white.
2: Yeah, he thinks they're just like disgusting. And I think and I think that the the the, the actor does a really good job of portraying that because I think that is. What the character is supposed to be doing and even so like some of the, my favorite lines in the movie are from action when he's speaking to doc and doc is saying like when i was your age and action's like you were never my age you don't know what my life is like you can't compare your life to mine because and, and also too like doc at the end after they try to like sexually assault anita which is a very uncomfortable scene and terrible and it just makes you really hate the jets mm-hmm. but you know, the doc says, you make the world lousy. And action says, we didn't make the world. And I think that's a really poignant line, too, that kind of goes along with what you're saying, where it's like, they're just trying to survive. Because, I mean, let's be real. They're all white. Yeah, and they might be, like, you know, lower class. But they have it a lot better.
1: Right. They, they, they're disadvantaged in one way, similar to the sharks, but they have an advantage that the sharks do not have.
2: Right.
0: And that is white privilege, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I think I would love to see a remake of West Side Story that's more, I feel like more accurate racially, I think would be really interesting to see. (laughs) Well,
0: if you looked at the cast (laughs) in the remake.
2: Yeah. I haven't, I mean, I know Anzul. Right, well, Anzul's Egg Bottom.
0: I um I don't think they specifically cast Puerto Ricans for the sharks, mm-hmm. but they cast more Latinx actors yeah. and actresses.
1: And uh, Ariana Debose, who's playing Anita, is specifically
2: Afro Latina. So rewatching West Side Story now, I'm like, this is a really white New York City. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I would just love to see more diversity
0: and it, it's great like they also got rid of um they replaced the doc character with um rita moreno
1: right playing oh i love yeah. that they, yeah, I, th- I
0: think though like i i could be wrong because obviously i have never seen it but like right. looking impression... at the cast list there's no one named doc
1: right yeah what the impression i got is that she's probably the dress shop owner and takes okay. over the role of doc yeah that, that's kind of what i'm assuming i don't know for sure
0: but um, like i, I wouldn't remember. know how they do the war council or right um the rape scene like where that happens i'm waiting to see it right yeah
1: i mean and that could make the rape scene, the attempted rape scene more poignant too if it's a woman who breaks it up mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. but anyway
2: <laughs> back to lighter topics
0: Did any other ha- similarities ladies there's a
2: rumble, rumble scene in both movies, and both are very well choreographed. With lots of snapping. I lots mean, of snapping. One no. has
0: stunts. I mean, the dancing and the bring it on rumble, like...
2: Well, when I say choreographing, I was referring to the stunts.
1: Got yeah, like the cheer choreo, not the dance choreo. Yeah,
2: yeah. I did put that um, for one of my differences that both movies have a lot of choreography, but the choreography, there are lots of stunts and choreography in both movies, but the choreography is better in West Side Story, in my opinion.
3: Oh, of course.
0: Yeah.
2: it's some of
0: the
3: I, most
2: iconic choreo of all time.
0: I would leave the Zoom call if you thought Bring It On
2: was better. <laughs> Even watching the, like, the cheerleaders perform, clearly they hired a lot of gymnasts because their motions and their actual dance moves were not good. Mm-hmm
1: not good
0: yeah they they didn't hire a blend right And,
1: and what's interesting about that is like part of the rivalry is that the jets are the supposedly the more gymnastics and traditional cheer movement uh focused team and the sharks are supposed to be like a dance focused team And you're like, there are better dancers in California who can also do gymnastics. Ashley
2: Benson's dancing really offended me and insulted (laughs) me as a former cheerleader. I was like, that girl looks like she should be on a JV team. She's got a lot of work to do.
1: (laughs) No, no, she's the captain of the entire
2: West Coast. No, her moves were messy. Yeah.
0: She danced?
2: poorly she danced very poorly sarah the goth girl her dancing was good
0: that was the point though yeah
2: Yeah. she was definitely better than ashley benson another similarity i have is both gangs slash cheer teams think they're cool but really they're not Uh. (laughs) (laughs) wait that's
3: well yeah because they're all
0: kids
2: (laughs) right
3: but that's
1: kind of related to one of my similarities uh which was this is how i wrote it down both movies give big, middle-aged writers writing hip, quote-unquote, lingo vibes. Uh, like oh, they, yeah. they very much feel like the type of movies where we're writing teenagers, but we don't know how teenagers talk.
0: Can yeah. I drop another, <laughs> another fun fact here? Do yes. It. So, Arthur Lawrence, who wrote the, the uh, script for the um, stage version... Uh, created his own language because he didn't want it to feel of the time. He wanted it to feel timeless. mm, Yeah,
1: that makes sense to me.
0: So like the ooh, ooh, ugly ooh, that is... That's him. And you can
3: punctuate it. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Yeah, so...
1: so he did a, kind of like a Heathers or like a Diablo Cody type thing where he just, or or Amy Heckerling did that for Clueless and then that became the lingo.
0: Yeah, so he they, wrote they, they his own. Know. Yeah. He wrote his own lingo. I likened it to A Clockwork Orange, but oh, okay. that's where my brain goes. <laughs> I went <Ooh>. Clueless. <laughs> but like he, yeah, so I mean, yes, it is older because it's been done so many times and right. it's from the 60s but like he created his own language where they uh bring it on the first one created its own language in a way mm-hmm. where they added cheer to things mm-hmm. yeah like bureaucracy
2: so cheer tater
0: so this one kind of does that but i'm just like it's an old hat at this point right, like, right.
1: and then they also threw in things like at one point aisha was like, oh, I spaced it out of my system.
0: Oh
3: my God. I was like, you don't oh do God. that.
2: What? You don't do that. I what was like, how you did you MySpace? My... Yeah. It's like you, it's not like you have like a status. Right. Like I on don't... Facebook where you can you... just vent. You just you or you just... Twitter.
1: Like what did you do on MySpace? You sat on the Dresden dolls page for twelve hours and listened to all their songs.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You, Wait, you just typed did a bunch it of... on your
2: friends friends myspace page added a new picture you just did did, like
1: a bunch of html coding Added wasn't, Tom wasn't to your there, list of
2: best friends, top
1: eight
0: friends. Wasn't there like a status that you could write as your own thing too?
2: Yeah, but it was only like, it was very tiny. Yeah. Like yeah, smaller I mean, than Twitter.
1: Like I will say like I used to spend a lot of time on my MySpace. Uh, Me too. And I actually learned a lot of really cool HTML coding back in those Same. days that I have since forgotten because of you course. can't do that on Facebook or Twitter. Right? uh huh i but remember wait. i tried
2: doing it on facebook and i was like it's not working yeah i was like I want, boring i wanna where's sparkly, my comic sans i want a sparkly pink background what's this shit
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um you got anything else what... you want to compare to these two by the way okay
1: <laughs> before we now. go
0: down a, another tangent <laughs>
1: <laughs> annie did you have anything else because i have a couple things <sighs> um both
2: movies have dance-offs both and movies have rumbles. seemingly interracial couples, which and one is a child of immigrants, which we covered,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and both movies have incompetent and annoying authority figures.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah.
2: So the I'm only- sorry that
0: that that lady Pepper. Yeah.
2: Oof. The worst of the worst and you stole I, my
0: spirit stick but here's the
2: thing they didn't explain how he stole the spirit stick i wanted that mystery solved that he was he just like walking into all these cheerleaders hotel rooms how did he get a key
0: well we how gotta find the there? mystery machine
2: yeah hire
0: scooby-doo and the gang yeah and they'll figure it out
2: and there were no repercussions she was just like oh thanks ex-husband yeah I don't know. She was annoying, though.
1: I kind of wanted the Flaming hose, aka the Flamingos, to win just because I wanted Pepper to lose.
2: Yeah, I was not reading for her at all. Yeah.
1: So here are, and some of these are kind of stretches, uh, but these are some of the other similarities I had written down. The main couple shares a quote-unquote romantic dance. I don't think Penn's yes. and Carson's is very romantic, but it's certainly supposed to be.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: but I, and mean, I do and Tony I do, and do think their their dance really in a way
2: was kind of paying homage to yeah. Tony and Maria's, like for sure. Like
0: you're yeah, you're talking about the dance at the gym moment, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh
1: mm-hmm. in Bring It On, it's they're like at that No, end I know almost. what you're talking about. I am
0: i am trying to burn that movie out of my brain, <laughs> even though I'm the one that suggested this. But you're talking um, specifically about the
1: Dance of the, gym. To the gym
0: mm-hmm. moment. And yeah,
1: which, which does really get to me every time. I, I do yeah. think it really is so lovely in West Side Story. Like, that's mm-hmm. such a, I kind of, my inner child is like, I want that to be me one day. <laughs> yeah, that was me.
2: Like, I was a total, like, hopeless romantic as a child. And I just kind of hoped when I met the one, which, uh, spoiler alert, does not exist, uh, it would be a moment like that. Where it's just, like, no one else was Wait, it around.
3: ruin it!
2: <laughs> no, I will say, though, I was thinking about it today, watching it, and I was like, did I ever have any moments like that? And the only time that came close was when Michael and I got married, like, when we were saying our vows.
0: Where it was just, like,
2: it was kind of that, like, blurred out, where it was, like, that was the only person I saw. And everything else around me was just blurred vision.
1: Okay, so. well, Can... that's rude, because I look damn good at your wedding. <laughs> Can I <laughs> ask a, a tangent
0: question? Me? Yeah, what yeah. is a the tangent
2: question? What was your song? Uh, Like, that we danced to? Like, for our like, first dance? Like,
0: what is your... Well, your first dance, and then, like, it is that, like, your song? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um. So, for our first dance, we danced to La Vie en Rose by Louis Armstrong. <gasps> and the reason we chose that is because he proposed to me in Paris, and it's a Parisian song. Um, yeah. And when he proposed to me, he he gave me a music box that he built and the song playing in the music box was Lobby and Rose.
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> oh! my god, did you tell me romance is dead? Shut up!
2: <laughs> I know, we're so cute, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty gross.
0: Fuck you! Yeah,
2: yeah. but like, jokingly, our song is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. It's a joke. Because... <laughs> Like, I forget how it happened, but like, I told Michael how much I hated that song. And so he would, for a while, when we would talk, try and qu- like quote the song in our conversation, like, drop lyrics into the conversation. And I'd be like, Are you quoting? I don't want to miss a thing. And be like, I don't want to close my eyes. And I don't want <laughs> don't to, fall, to asleep. fall
0: asleep. <laughs> Cause I'll miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing.
3: <laughs> well, I would, I'd
2: say that that's probably our song <laughs> but it's, it's not a good song oh okay
1: here's another similarity I have that's a bit of a stretch I'm but we have it. one member of the Jets or, or or we have somebody who's associated with the Jets in each movie who doesn't quite belong to the gang and I said that it was anybody in West Side Story because she desperately wants to be oh, yeah, a jet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they they won't accept her. But, like, she's clearly still working with them and still uh, on their side and, and, and is still trying to get her in. And then I likened that to Penn in Bring It On because he... He's lying to his teammates, um, and and he's like the new guy on the team, and he's keeping this secret from them, which is that his parents don't know he's on cheer. Which I don't know why you need to keep that from your teammates, but also it was really shitty of Carson to just
2: blurt it out yeah. in front of all of them. He he should not have forgiven her for that. That no, was he, she was he, he literally said this is my deepest darkest secret, and then five which, minutes later,
0: I may have an answer as to why he didn't tell his parents. What's that? It's because of gay panic. Well, no, no. Yep. I understand yes. why he didn't
1: tell his parents. What I don't understand is why he didn't want his teammates to find out that his parents don't
0: know. Gay yeah. panic. <laughs>
2: but like,
3: That is why,
1: so, you're on so team,
2: strong in cheerleading. And when you're a man oh, and you're on a cheer team, listen, right I away it. you're gay.
1: I get it 100%, but I don't know why. You're already on the team. Mm-hmm. Why, why do your teammates like why would you keep it a secret from your teammates that it's a secret from your parents? I
0: mean, yeah. I feel like it's also it might also be a thing where it's like they don't have to know.
1: Well, they don't have to know and they right. that's not information they should be prying for but why does he want to keep it a guarded secret is a little right. strange to me. like why is he so ashamed fr- from his teammates' perspective? I can see why he's right. hiding it from his parents right gay panic. but also he's like <laughs> he's like, He's such a bro, like, come on, he's obviously- Internalized, gay
0: panic. (laughs)
1: But like, he's just- I'm not gonna stop singing
0: that. I know, I know. (laughs) Get on to your next point before I keep going. (laughs) Here's another one coming. Gay panic, yeah! So
1: this one is, this is another stretch, but both movies, there is some sort of emphasis in some way, thematically or textually, about representing America. And my justification for that is that West Side Story is ultimately a story about who represents America as a nation and whether they are accepted that way. Because the Puerto Ricans who live in America are not accepted as Americans; they are not accepted as representing. But they love
2: America. Like right. they're cons- like, I would say they're more patriots.
1: Right, I, I think they definition. are living the American spirit much, or or what the American spirit should be, better than the Jets do. Um, but they are not by the Jets or by authority figures. They are not accepted as American. Right, and then they're taking in- over,
2: quote unquote, which is like right something that's very clearly stated. Right.
1: Um, and then in Bring It On, In It, to win it, the the prize for winning the competition is you get to go on a world tour representing America. So they are literally trying to represent America.
2: I did also put my notes because I feel like this needs to be said, but the America scene in West Side Story to this day is still one of the greatest movie scenes of all time.
0: (sighs) I'm going to fight you and say Dance at the Gym.
2: That's another really good one. I love yeah. a, 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 every scene in this
1: movie is one of the greatest scenes. Yeah, of <laughs> I I love the cool scene.
2: I Courtney and I used to lo- we wa- like rewind to watch it over and over with the officer Crunky.
1: Yeah, Officer Crunky is.
2: Yeah, like as a kid, it was like, so funny, and then watching it again with the closed captions, I was like, a lot of things in here are not like really, you know. PC, but, like, I get what they're getting at.
1: Right. And they're not supposed to be PC because they're right. making fun of how people view... Treat them and view, view them. View, quote-unquote, degenerates. Right. right. Dear up a sick
0: down on our knees
3: cause, cause no
0: a no
2: fellow with, with a, a social, social disease. disease.
1: We all got slower. <laughs>
0: Do you want to talk about differences? I mean. Well, yeah. one,
1: one has a tragic ending. The other. What? Yeah,
2: that's what I put is one has actual stakes. Right.
0: One There's
3: actual
2: th- stakes. It's like actually life or death. And the other one is just, I want to
3: win.
0: One is a musical and the other one is another one in a franchise. hmm Yeah. Um, I also wrote like, obviously setting is different. Yeah. This is a good one. You guys might not have realized this because I didn't really realize it until like just watching um, Bring It On. But West Side Story is mostly men and mm-hmm. Bring It On is mostly women.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I need like, to
0: think about that. Like, yeah, there's male characters, in, like, there is the opposite sex in both of them that have lines and things like that but like in West Side Story it's really only Anita and Maria mm-hmm. I mean there's other characters like Velma.
2: And Thelma.
0: yeah where anybody anybody well anybody's is a is a contentious character right True. I'm not that's, sure that's, that's true an she, we what?
2: can't say we can't say that she identifies as a woman right. I don't she, I don't she,
0: know she, their pronouns and that's right. ba- That's also based on the production, because uh, it is a stage show. So, mm-hmm. however, the person who plays anybody's wants to present themselves. That's the mm-hmm. their pronouns. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah. yes, there is a, a in West Side Story. There is that character that you're just that. There is no gender identifying. Term for them in Bring It right. On. There isn't. I'm surprised. Well, not really, because I think that would be a, something in like a later entry in the franchise.
1: Right. Well, there is. uh You know, there's a musical Bring It On, uh, and there is a character who is trans in that musical. Oh, I love
3: that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: there's one character, and I think she's like. It's, like, some, like, hyper-specific where it's, like, she's the first openly trans teenage character in a Broadway musical ever, uh, which is still, like, incredible. Right. Um, but, like, it's kind of funny that they, like, had to, like, add all these superlatives, like, oh, she's a teenager. It's a Broadway musical. It's not just any music.
0: Right. But, but there like, is a
1: trans character in the Bring It On musical.
2: Is it played by a trans actor? Yeah. Uh, the original cast, I know for sure. Thank A God. trans actor uh, played her. That's awesome.
0: But to play devil's advocate, that Bring It On musical is an original story that has nothing like, to do with this movie.
1: Right. It actually, it's most similar to the one with Solange and Hayden Panettiere. Yes.
0: Another obvious one is like the tone of each movie where... West Side Story is very dramatic, and it's a musical. Yeah. And Bring It On tried to be a comedy.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: That was definitely the goal. That was a goal. I don't know if they achieved uh, it or not. A,
2: a hit, but a miss.
0: Um. I also wrote down that in West Side Story, each gang tries to convince the lovers to break up, or like a member of the gang tries to convince the lovers in bring it on carson's the one that's always just like no right uh like the the teams don't even bother trying like because carson's the one that's like uh you're a jet gross we're done
2: date it's like Um, cheer we kind of put it
0: we kind of talked about this but like technology plays a factor in bring it on
1: Yeah, it does. Well, she Uh, MySpaces herself out. She
0: MySpaces herself out. They use their cell phones, which Mm -hmm. are flip phones at the time. (laughs) Um, Primitive. um, The ex-husband sends a video message to all their phones, which, oh my God. (laughs) I mean,
2: honestly, that movie feels so much more dated than the other movie, which came out in 1961. It takes place in the 50s. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it just felt like I even wrote that like the clothes were painfully 2007. Oh my god! Like when the the one kid, the kid who I don't remember his name, but pre- pretended that he was gay, he wore like his visor upside down,
0: and he had this weird emo hair, emo yeah. spiky hair with like part highlighted uh-huh. or, or like part blonde, and I'm just like that. Oh my god, painful that, that happened. Sad. The vampire
1: girl did look she dressed and looked exactly how I wished I dressed and looked back in those days. Like yeah. I very much wanted hair to hair
0: bump like. we talked about a little bit yeah and mm-hmm. her makeup, which yep. was like three layers thick on. Yeah, her.
2: like all that bronzer, like looking as tan as you can, but like it's very clearly fake. Gross.
1: Which just makes her yeah. hair look that much worse because her hair is right. way too blonde for her. Way too
2: processed. Yeah. Way too processed.
1: The other
0: one looked fine. Like the other jet, female jet Chelsea, I think your name is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Is
1: that, by the way, is that
2: actress Ashley Tisdale's sister?
3: I yes, think it is. so. Okay. Yes, she
0: is. Okay.
2: Good and that way. was also that's also very 2007 that Ashley Tisdale sang the song at the end. Oh
1: my god, it yeah, the, for no, no reason. Music video.
0: Well, so that went along with like the the franchise Because okay. like the first movie ends with them doing Mickey. Yeah.
3: I know yeah, that another I one
0: I think there's another one with the Hayden Panettiere movie and I can't remember about the second one because I blocked that one from my memory. <laughs> but I feel like that's yeah, like they kind of their did, gimmick.
1: The music video credits, it was just interesting in this one because like Ashley Tisdale who's not in the movie suddenly popped up and was performing the credits. And right. it was like, "Who? What? Why? Why are you here all of a sudden?"
2: Yeah. Also something that Michael pointed out during the credit scene, so they're doing the terribly terrible green screen that they're traveling across, you know, the world. And he pointed out that Aisha is the only one in Africa. She's in Egypt. <laughs> And everyone else was in Euro-Asia. So they had, like, Russia, Paris, yeah. London,
1: Japan.
2: Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I they was put, like, they, oh. put,
1: they put Vampire Girl in. Uh, it, it, it was wasn't very microaggressions. Like, it wasn't too uh, over the top, but they did put her in a little bit of geisha makeup. And I was like, yeah. oh,
2: okay. Well. Yeah.
1: You could have done worse. That's- so.
0: Um, speaking of this the um the this movie had character do i want to say stereotypes or archetypes
1: stereotypes stereotypes, stereotypes. They, Where, they don't play around with it enough to be archetypes right. well
0: like so you have the 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 goth girl which you've talked about the gay guy who's not gay but like
1: well the, the girls, to be girls started undressing in front of him so he never corrected them yeah, so, um, and- so he's,
2: you know, he's a criminal.
0: And then, like, I don't know. Carson, I think, tries to play, like, the chill girl, even though she's, like, hyper-anxious.
2: Yeah, she's basically Anna Kemp's character in Pitch Perfect, except without
3: yes. the vomiting.
0: I did write for West Side Story, though. Like, there is an age gap between Tony and uh, Maria. Yeah. I mean, it's not really discussed. You have this is me stretching a little bit, but like Tony's supposed to be 21 maybe.
3: And Maria
0: is probably around 16. Yeah. And they do get married quote unquote.
1: (laughs) Yeah, symbolically married.
0: But like, cause like, um, when the Jets want to bring Tony in, he says that he's out of the gang. And I feel like that's like he also aged out so maybe he's, like, 20, 21, and the rest of them are, like, 18 and younger.
1: Yeah, well, he's he's working. He's He's got a job now, and he's got,
0: right.
1: you know, he's going to try to get a career going.
0: And then Maria... Is I a mean, baby, basically. She's a child, yes. We don't know how old she really is, but I'm guessing and this- at least... 16.
1: Yeah, that's where I would put her. And that does reflect Romeo and Juliet it because does. Tr- she's I mean, 14,
0: if, he's 17 or something like that.
1: Um, yeah, she she I mean my English teacher told us that she was 13 and he was 16. Um but yeah, that's a what lot we were of yeah, I think a lot of people put them like you did at 14 and 17, same age difference either way.
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: but
1: like, and it's like they're the take. same generation. and in a couple years, it's not going to be a difference at all. Um, but at right, that but age, it is a little bit. Not that it's predatory because he's not that much older than her.
0: But like with Bring It On, I just assumed Carson was a senior for whatever yeah. reason, and then Penn, senior <laughs> as well. I mean, he's giving off like uh, he says that he's an army brat and he moves around, so we don't really know how old he is, but like mm. he's not giving me sophomore vibe, let's put it that way. Yeah. No,
2: no I, I was thinking like, like senior.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um I also <laughs> I just wrote down that uh uh bringing On is a commercial for Universal Islands of, of Adventure. <laughs>
3: <That's> true.
1: <laughs> I did want to go there after watching I did movie. I was like man that's a great part. Of
0: course the Dueling Dragons ride
1: which doesn't exist right, anymore yeah.
2: but All you know right, what please. it's very respectful homage to <laughs> like just how like culturally influential that roller coaster ride right. was
1: oh another ride that features which i did not talk about last week but they do feature the jaws ride, very the jaws
3: ride. which no it-
2: longer exists so since you brought in commercial the word commercial one thing I also wrote down is remember the old Navy khaki commercials where they danced to cool in America? Oh, yeah. Yeah! yeah.
3: Bring It On didn't have any
2: commercials.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: Burn. Burn!
2: Pen drop, uh, O'Grady out.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she left the Zoom meeting. Oh, no. <laughs> she <just> wasn't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just... So, although there was like sexual innuendo in that mo- in bring it on that was laid on super thick i do appreciate and this is like a real like genuine positive that i have for them that um bring it on focused more on other characters rather Mm -hmm.
3: than like
0: the leads yeah Mm -hmm. like there were more characters in the bunch right uh,
1: more like
2: a like character arcs yeah
1: yes. and there was like a reckoning where they're all admitting to their secrets and everything and so you kind of tie up a few storylines that were sort of minor before that um, the
0: coming out section
1: right yeah mm-hmm. which again is reminiscent of pitch perfect
0: <laughs> should we have done pitch perfect versus this movie no i'm not watching No. This movie again I'm not. <laughs> We've done Pitch
1: Perfect twice already. Let's give it a year at okay. least, and then okay. we'll think on it.
0: <laughs> okay. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about with this? No one
2: gets stabbed and bring it on.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. People <laughs> literally <laughs> die in West Side Story. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The,
1: the darkest they get is like an attempted seance. Yeah.
0: No. And, and, and the big the rumble.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, very dangerous. Yeah. We're a bunch of. T- teammates on both of their teams got hurt and they just sent them home and we're like all right well you're dead peace. to us peace you out have, background have broken, extras yeah you have broken
1: necks wait a minute is that where they got those the uniforms that they tore up
2: probably <laughs> oh my
1: god could you imagine being on one of these teams being considered one of the best cheerleaders on your whole coast and making this team, and going to Universal, and then your captain getting you into a fucking cheer rumble, and then you mm-hmm. get injured, and they're like, bye, by the way, we're taking your uniform that you earned, and
2: we're ripping it up.
3: Like, and you to have to pay money.
2: Like, you have terrible. to pay money for uniform parts. Like and You can't even just, you'll just get it for ha- free.
1: Like, you you don't even get to stay and hang out in Universal? That yeah! Like, Can I just that say, though? literally adding insult to injury.
0: I just say they easily could have not done the ugly uniforms and then just had so wore like the Camp Thunder shirt as right? their uniform cuz yeah. both teams had it.
1: Right. Yeah. If oh, they got
0: I- hey Camp Thunder, do you have it in black trim instead of red and blue? Right. And then they just wear shorts cuz okay We may talk about this in special features, but (laughs) in cheerleading, do girls have to wear skirts? Yes. Gross.
2: Yeah. I mean, if it were, so we would cheer at the football games and if it was cold out, then we could wear our um, uniform pants Well, yeah, but at, at, at,
1: but games, like at a competition at, at games, it was your coach's discretion at competition. Right. You had rules to follow. Right. And
0: technically this is a competition. So right. they had to follow the yeah. skirt rule.
1: So, but and- here's, here's a big question I have. Could a squad get away with having everyone in a different variation of the uniform or do they have to be actually uniform?
2: From my experience, they have to be actually uniform. The
1: men's uniforms could
2: vary, but, but, but they, but they all the had to wear the men. Correct.
1: Like, all of the men had to look the same. All of the women had to look the same.
2: Yes. Because to to the point out... that we had to have the same hair, mm-hmm. same hairstyle, and we all had to wear a red lipstick, which I hate because red does not look good on me. Right.
0: feel bad for the girls who have short hair.
2: Well, I, so I had short hair, so I had to buy a weave.
1: Yeah, in my hair. I've heard of other squads where if one member got her haircut, everyone
2: had to get their haircut. These (laughs) days, yeah, Yeah. like on all-star teams. Yeah, it's serious.
0: Yeah, Uh, we're we're derailing into special features. Should we just (laughs) go into it, or is there any other points that you want to make before?
2: So I I do. I. I just, Courtney, you can go first. I just wanted to say Michael's comments on both of the movies. Oh, okay. Okay. But you can go first.
1: Um, I only thought of this because I thought it was interesting, but I do think there is this interesting variation where they both have a scene where members of the different faction are paired up to dance. Like like Mm the shark, they they do the whole thing at the the circle thing at the dance Mm
3: -hmm.
0: where
1: they try to get the jets and the sharks to intermingle by having them trade partners and then it doesn't work and then in bring it on in it to win it they one of their bonding things at the end of the movie when they form into the shets is they all pick a partner from the other squad yeah um, so they did like an opposite so thing.
0: awkward though so oh awkward. my god it was like, I'd rather the dance at the gym where they look at, at each other in disgust and then yeah. they're like, like, I don't my know girl. you.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't like you're going to lift me. I'm going to trust my usual base. Like, I understand right. doing it with Penn and Carson, maybe, but, but like, it doesn't doing, make sense that now you have a base that you don't know, you don't trust.
0: Having them go one by one, being like, be my partner. And you're just like, this is awkward and yeah. very long. Yeah. Okay, so I guess now, now it's time for Michael's Corner. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so he specifically asked me to include this. So f- say, say or feel how, however you want about this. But okay. he wanted me to let you all know that his favorite rendition of, or his favorite cover of I Feel Pretty is in the movie Anger Management, which I've never seen. I know what he's talking about Yeah, So I have zero You know anything about that He was super angry that only Chino got arrested In the end because the cops Didn't even see Chino shoot Chino didn't even have the gun on him When they came up Maria was holding it And the cops Mm. were very aware That both of the gangs were Involved in a fight But the cops are racist So they're going after the Puerto Rican kids Not the white kids
0: suspension of distally. so that's what so that's what he
2: got angry he's like why yeah. was he the only one yeah um he also at the end when like tony's running in the street calling for chino he said does no one live in new york city <laughs> which is a really good point that like
0: there because
2: i was like well this takes place like late at night he's like yeah in new york city there's like <laughs> it's like there would be people everywhere and i was like yeah that's a really good point
0: Someone is awake enough to go to work at that time to be like, shut the fuck up. I'm having my coffee.
2: And then when I asked him for his review on Bring It On, In It To Win It, he said, not worth my time to comment on it.
1: (laughs) Hey there, listeners. Editor Shady checking in. Typically with this podcast, we like to keep our episodes down to about an hour long, Obviously this one we went a bit over and we have yet to hit special features or final thoughts, but our conversation was so good that there wasn't a whole lot that I actually wanted to cut out. So this week, John and I decided to split the episode into two And you can listen to part two right now for special features on Romeo and Juliet, West Side Story, and more questions for Annie about her background in competitive cheerleading. We had so much fun with this episode and I hope that you enjoy part two.